Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And no surprise, we know that one of the best ways to do that is to share both food and fun with our families, and that's where today's guest comes in. Bonnie Taub Dix is the award-winning author of Read It Before You Eat It, taking you from label to table, and the creator of the website and blog called betterthandieting.com. Bonnie's a media personality, motivational speaker, and a journalist whose messages focus on food, health, and wellness. But her all-time favorite pastime is cooking in the kitchen with her family. And that's true for us, too, especially when we get to spend time cooking with those delightful beings known as our grandchildren. Bonnie's joining us today to share some fast and easy snack hacks, as well as some great breakfast ideas. I know this is going to be informative and fun, so welcome, Bonnie. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you for that introduction. Well, I I just want to say right off at the top, of course, my audience is composed of mainly of a lot of grandparents out there, and even though we might not be able to share real, real physical time with our grandchildren these days due to the quarantine and shelter in place and all that kind of stuff. We still can be with them via Skype or Zoom or whatever and spend time in the kitchen together. So that's kind of the way I'd like to focus this interview because you've got some great ideas for super snacks that are easy, healthy, and yummy that we can do together. So tell us a little bit about Absolutely. those, Bonnie. Yep, and, you know, I think that there are just kind of, if we want to look at a silver lining, blessings that have occurred over the past few months. And uh, I know I'm never crazy about it when my kids use their phones a lot, but I do happen to have my oldest son has two children, a son who's three and a new two-month-old. And I have been doing FaceTime a lot with the three-year-old. And it's just so easy to connect in the kitchen uh, using foods that you know not only taste so good, so they'll love it, but also that are going to be so good for them. And to me, I have always felt that for my legacy, it's actually passing on good eating habits to my children that they will actually continue to do once they're not under my roof. So you could make some simple, very delicious, easy breakfast with them, even if it was just something like a toasted waffle, a smear of a nut butter, and some sliced strawberries. Or even something like a parfait where they spoon some yogurt, some Greek yogurt into a cup, again, some sliced strawberries, and top it with their favorite breakfast cereal. Because in something like strawberries, for example, I don't know if you knew this, but only eight strawberries provide the vitamin C that you need for the whole day. And it also gives them fiber and potassium. Those are two nutrients that even adults don't get enough of, or and folate and antioxidants. And there's just so much goodness that comes in something like strawberries and other produce that if our grandkids see us eating this stuff, hopefully they want to model our behavior. Well, and what, a, what a, being my age, I've gone through a lot of various, uh, you know, grocery trips and, you know, various food items. And when the, the packages, you know, boast, hey, we've got real, say, blueberries or real strawberries, why not just buy the real strawberries or blueberries? You know, I, yeah. it, it, they, the food industry has changed so much, and it's sad to know that, 
you know, so many young children are obese and all these various health issues that they're suffering from because they don't eat real fruits, uh, you know. So I think you're and you it's know, so you're e- and it's so easy. It's it's yeah. so easy to stock your fridge and your freezer, and you know now strawberries are still in peak season, so you could buy them at good prices, and they look gorgeous. And if you buy too many of them, although I don't know who could have too many strawberries, but if you do, then you could always freeze them yourself. And even if you wanted to buy frozen food, you know these days more people have been spending time walking down the frozen food aisle and the canned food aisle because we want to get in and out of stores pretty quickly. So even frozen fruits and veggies, like frozen strawberries, are perfect to eat because they're just as wholesome as fresh, and then you could always have them at your fingertips for so many different foods, especially something like smoothies. Yes, I want to ask you about smoothies because, of course, those have taken off in the last decade or so, and everybody's doing And you can hide things like spinach and stuff if you put enough berries in. Uh, you know, you can hide the flavor. Uh, so that might be something we could tell our children to serve our grandchildren. So tell us some of your ideas for making smoothies extra nutritious. Oh, sure. Well, you know, the thing about a smoothie also is that there's no excuse for not having a good breakfast in the morning because you could fill the belly of a a bowl of a blender um, with lots of different kinds of foods and then just keep it in your fridge overnight and in the morning just stick it on the blender, whip it up in literally seconds. So you could start with some sort of a base that's a liquid, whether it is Greek yogurt or some sort of milk. It could be almond milk. It could be whatever milk your family likes. And then add some sort of protein and healthy fat, maybe from nut butter if there are any issues with nut allergies, you could use something like sunflower butter, which is a seed, and then mm. add some fruit, strawberries, bananas, and maybe even some veggies, which is a great way to get veggies, spinach, or even some more milder veggies like zucchini. Um, and you could change it up every day using, again, fresh or frozen. In fact, frozen fruit, like frozen strawberries, actually makes your smoothie a little more frothy. So you could just have all different kinds of variety. And the other thing is that this really helps to cut back on food waste because I know that baby boomers like myself, like you, I'm sure that it really annoys you when food gets wasted. So smoothies are a great home for produce that you may not really be thinking about using right now, and so are omelets and eggs. That's a great home for fruit, for veggies especially, um, and you could even have breakfast for dinner. Great idea and filling and really nutritious. Those are great ideas, and I'm thinking too with a smoothie, if you want to hide veggies from your kids, you know, put them in there, and then especially like with a, a berry like a strawberry or a blueberry or something like that, the color would cover any green, (laughs) you know, the strawberries are bright red. So the, you know, the kids wouldn't even know it. They'd be drinking spinach or whatever and probably never even taste it and, you know, get all that nutrition in them while they're enjoying their smoothie. Now I mentioned. Exactly. Well, you know, my, 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 I'm sorry, but my philosophy was always not really hiding things. Uh, Initially, yes, I would put things in like even chopped 
broccoli and carrots and all these veggies in my marinara sauce, but once I know that they love it, then I'd love to tell them what's really in there. Same with the smoothie, because I want them to repeat these these practices when they're not under my roof or even request it again. So I think that initial hiding, uh, I, I sort of try to think of it as uh, weaving it in without them knowing, <laughs> without calling it hiding, <laughs> and then telling them what it is. Great idea, Bonnie. No, yeah, that's absolutely true because they'll go, "Ooh, I'm not going to try that." And then you say, "Well, you've been doing, you've been enjoying it for the last three weeks." Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that is a very clever. I like that philosophy. I was just going to mention at the top we talked about some super snacks that you talked a little bit about. You mentioned a few, but do you have any snack hacks that you want to make sure we know about? Yes, and I think that this is a great thing for grandparents to do with their grandchildren, whether in person or on video, is to make something like fruit kebabs. This is a this is actually a good breakfast, but it's also perfect for an afternoon snack. So to take something like a skewer, they actually sell like little sticks that you could use, and you put on a strawberry, you put on a piece of a cheese, a string cheese, another strawberry, and you could just put all different kinds of colorful fruit on these kebabs. They're fun to make together. And and then, of course, they're even more fun to eat. And you could dip it into Greek yogurt, like a vanilla Greek yogurt, and then wow. you're getting protein. You're getting delicious, healthy carbs and lots of vitamins and minerals. And it's also a fun arts and crafts project. Oh, my gosh. I have to say, my mouth is watering with all these great ideas, Bonnie. <laughs> really. I mean, that's, that's a super – and, too, like a kebab, kids would love that because it's something different mm-hmm. and – they could put the, you know, they're not going to hurt themselves on a wooden kebab thing, so they could put the food right. on themselves. Or, and, and like you say, you could make even ice yeah, pops. Ahead. And especially, especially now that it's still so hot outside, you could make ice pops where you're using a flavored Greek yogurt and then some fruit and put them into ice molds or even little cups and put them in the freezer. They look so pretty. They're so refreshing. But you know that it's something that's wholesome. Wow. Well, wonderful, wonderful ideas. Well, I do also want to make sure we spend a little time on your fabulous website. I am so preparing for this show, and I had been to your website a number of times before, but I really did spend some time on it. Wow. First off, I want to ask, because I love it, why you chose the title Better Than Dieting? Oh, well, actually, BTD are my initials. So Ah, Better Than Dieting... Yeah, so my initials Bonnie Tab Dick, so I use that for my logo. But um, you know, I never believed that a good diet meant that you should follow an allowed list or an avoid list. I think all foods can fit. So it really bothers me that the word diet has gotten a bad rap because the word actually means way of life. Not weight on the scale, it means way of life. So I, I yeah. try to put forth that my suggestions are better than dieting, strict dieting, because I really believe that nutritious and delicious can fit on the same plate. And I thank you so much for visiting my website. Um, you know, I, and I'm open to any suggestions. If your listeners want to send me an email, uh, you know, you could just join my newsletter. You'll get every week, you'll get something to your inbox. That really is very usable information. I was going to say digestible, but I didn't want to use a nutrition joke. 
<laughs> well, it is digestible and usable. That's the thing I, well, I especially love, of course, there's innovative ideas like you've talked about using strawberries and other fresh fruits and things like that that are healthy. But uh, all of your advice, it's practical, it's doable, it's not way out, and it's not like you say, restricting this and avoiding this or whatever. It's just things that, it, it's kind of a common sense approach that with a you know a delicious twist I guess I don't know I can't mm-hmm. think of the words to describe. Mm-hmm. I love you that. Really, uh, well, and I also mentioned you can tell that not only is are you you're sharing your professional expertise, but you are sharing your heart with your readers. Well, you know what? I don't make any suggestions that I wouldn't do myself. Um, I, I wouldn't talk about foods that I wouldn't give to my own family. <clears throat> and I always believe very strongly about that. So, yes, it does come from my heart, and it's always nice for me to know that it shows. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, and it's really been wonderful being on your show. I love talking to an audience that I can really relate to, um, you know, with my family. And there, there's you know better than anyone about how it feels to eat food that not only tastes good but also makes you feel good. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that because I have noticed as I get older, my body can't, you know, absorb the the junk <laughs> nearly. I mean, I just don't feel well the next day. So this is a wonderful experience for me too. So, Bonnie, thank you so much for sharing your time, your wonderful ideas, and also these great points for helping us grannies and grandpas uh, bond with our beloved grandchildren in a way that's healthy, nutritious, and fun. Absolutely, and delicious, yes. Thank you so much. And you could also go to um, CaliforniaStrawberries.com for some delicious uh, strawberry recipes, and my website is BetterThanDieting.com. So thank you so much. Well, and two, I do suggest you check out both of those websites out there, you listeners out there, uh, and I can speak for Bonnie's. So you're going to learn a ton of helpful information that's aimed at keeping you and those little ones you love so much filled with vitality and healthy food. So uh, be sure to spend some time together in the kitchen. No matter how you do it these days, uh, your grandchildren are going to love you for it. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. And I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.